it's uh, 7, uh, 16 mm. a.m. Traffic is building up on 75 yeah. and 635. We're coming to you live on the ones and twos, and it's time to talk about podcasts. Talking about it, 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 podcasts. Talking about podcasts. Merry many Monday, Chunkies. Uh, I'm Carter. I'm Doge. And it's Jordan for the Two Chunks Morning Show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks this for listening, does sort everybody. of feel like a morning show sometimes, huh? With the way that some of us might accidentally set an alarm for PM and then roll straight out of bed to sit in front of their microphone. You know, it, 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 it doesn't normally feel like a morning show, but there's nothing like that classic morning show trope of somebody setting their alarm for 5.50 PM. Yeah, uh, that to really make something feel like it is in fact a morning show. <laughs> that's so my favorite part. Of, that's my favorite part of every morning show. I'm glad you when brought that like, up. Yeah, when they have to be like, "Who did it today?" and then it's mm-hmm. you know, "Who did it like, today?" They're like, "Deborah." Yeah, I'd say Billy Crudup is my favorite part of morning show. Every morning show. <laughs> um, on on the topic of shows, uh, let's just. First, I just want to talk about The Last of Us. Can we just go ahead and do yes, that? Yes, please. Yes. Yep. Um, I'm tired of not talking about The Last of Us. Carter, I want to know what you thought about it. As a uh, <clears throat> you, you didn't play the game, but you have watched others play the game. Yes, I've watched other people play the game. Yes. Okay. I've had a secondhand immersive experience, mm. uh, also known as a video game watch. I get way too stressed with things like that. People used to come watch me in the dorms, like try and play Bioshock because it was just funny to them. But I can't separate myself from the computer-generated people. Sure. Um, but I thought it was wonderful. I think it was smart. It felt like, not a frame for frame, but it felt very, very similar. Dude, there were times that it was kind of frame Pretty for frame. Pretty dang close to a frame for frame, yeah. Which is great. I don't think that's something that they're going to do the entire show. I wouldn't care if they did. Mm-hmm. But, but that was such a flex for me because... The, this so we've we've talked a lot about video games like IP making its way to like TV and film, and Last of Us feels different. Yes, uh, in that it it feels it's not as much anymore about being like, hey, by the way, did you know this was a video game? It's it's yeah. like, hey, it's good storytelling. That is like this gets me excited. Yeah. Like maybe there'll be a God of War someday. You know, it's kind of I like think Amazon Studios is talking about that, right? Wow! Didn't I remember I'm not sure. that? Drop Force a bill, another billion Amazon studios. Yeah, but you know, it's just I, phenomenal. It's. Really I think good the big so difference between stuff we've gotten in the past and what you're talking about, Carter, is that they they don't just have a good showrunner; they have the showrunner of the last few years in Craig Mazin. Um, mm-hmm. But then on top of that, they have Neil Druckmann, who was behind all of The Last of Us from the beginning. Yeah, they, they kept, yeah. And so then, much of the crew that made the game. Also, I believe that Craig Mazin wanted to do this because he was a fan of the games, from what I have read. And That's so, awesome. like, what you have is not just cool. somebody saying, you're good at making shows, do this. You have, hey, the guy who's the best at making shows already likes this thing. <laughs> Let's go with that. I, yeah, I think, to me, the, the restraint is that they're not trying to replicate gameplay moments in the show. Like, yeah. I think there was a there was a big fuss over that sequence in the Halo show 
uh, I didn't watch the Halo show, but I even saw yeah, this. Yeah. Like people made a huge deal about it, about the the first person sequence in the Halo show, complete with like a player UI and everything like that to really oh, wow. try to make you make you feel like you were playing Halo. And it just the overall consensus was that it didn't work. I think in The Last of Us, we replicated gameplay camera angles specifically when Sarah's in the back of the car and they're escaping Austin. Uh, but there was a moment, like right at the end of the episode, when Ellie pulls out her backpack and starts digging through it. And I had the thought of like, oh, she's going to start crafting. Like how <laughs> you craft in The Last of Us. And I was like, that I think would ruin it for me. If they like got super, super dedicated to be like, okay, yeah, like in this sequence, Joel is trying to creep around a, cr- a clicker, but he's going to pull out his backpack and build a pipe bomb really cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like I think well, if they like, got no super, super intent on replicating gameplay, that would maybe break it for me. I think that is for sure going to happen at some point. I think without a doubt, Ellie is going to make a pipe bomb from her backpack in a very intense moment. I think without a doubt, they're going to find a workbench in a garage and uh, he's going to you know, make some bullets hollow point or something. I think we're going to get elements of that. I, I don't think... The issue is doing things that happened in the game. I think the issue is when you shoehorn it versus make it natural. Right. Because right. If, if there's a tense situation and Ellie has been gathering stuff the whole time and straps some stuff together so that she can make essentially a pipe bomb or, um, you know, or a Molotov cocktail to throw at something real quick in a tense moment, that doesn't break my immersion. Right. What breaks my immersion is... <laughs> uh, well, frankly, if you're going to recreate the gameplay of The Last of Us, then you have to recreate slowly sneaking around a room full of clickers and dying probably two to three times and starting yeah. over again. Which L- I opening every happen. single drawer to see if you can find half a pair of scissors. Sure. A yeah. scissor. A single a scissor. scissor. Yeah. yeah. But um, from, a, from, a, from the perspective of somebody who has played both part one and part two and absolutely adores both one and part two, um... I felt like I was at Disney World the whole time that I watched this show. Have you been there, Carter? I think you'd love it. You'd probably really enjoy it. It Disney felt like, World? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've never been to any kind of park like that. So it's in the same way that Disney, you walk around just in awe at the level of detail and care taken to recreate something that you loved. That's what it felt like watching this show to me. Just... Um, the shot for shot moments, um, the, the, the visual details, like the backpacks and the clothing, um, even things like, uh, is it Gabriel Luna who plays Tommy? Is that right? Yeah. Um, I mean, he sounds exactly like Tommy from the game. And I actually was like, this isn't the voice, is it? Um, it is the same Marlene from the game. Yeah. Same Marlene from the game, but not the same Tommy. Also, it's very much worth, you know, HBO does the thing where it's like the after the credits we'll talk about the show mm-hmm. kind of yeah. thing and they've done that forever they are uh, it was also around doing the time, a weekly podcast mm-hmm. yeah about the last I think of that's that's worth it doing so for, first for of all let me just say of. HBO who do you think you are <laughs> trying to shoot trying to jump in the podcast game think oh we made a cool zombie show now we can do this too <laughs> yeah for real um, I'm really curious how this works for people who are not who like were in no way exposed to the game or the story of The Last of Us before this? Doesn't I, matter. I don't think I can't find. I have friends. Okay, they love it. Good, good. 
They I don't have. I think there is like no one in my life that <clears throat> has not <laughs> has not participated in The Last of Us in some yeah. way before this. So I, I have no one to ask. What What it seems like is that if you haven't played the games and you don't know where it's going, the general consensus I've seen both in people I know in real life and online seems to be that it was really, really well made, really, really well acted. The music was awesome. Interested to see where it goes because so far it doesn't seem, other than the opening, doesn't seem like stuff we haven't seen before. So yeah. like that, that uh, and which I get because if you don't know The Last of Us and you don't know where the story is going, then, you know, a zombie yeah, apocalypse with a potential immunity cure is not new. You yeah. know, two people hitting the post-apocalyptic open road is not new. Yeah. And so, because yeah. I, I had to explain to um, a good friend who was asking me questions, like, he was like, man, the, the most interesting part so far seems to be Joel and Ellie, but I'm not sure where the world and story are going. And I was like, well, I have good news, man. <laughs> the world and story is nothing. Like, The Last of Us, nothing matters except Joel and Ellie and their relationship. So, that's it. You got yeah, it. Strong start, by the way. We, we Obviously, we've got some ringers here, but… Yeah, I was thinking about, um, I, I would bet 99% of the people that were into Game of Thrones and like early Game of Thrones didn't read the books, you know? Yeah, so it's oh, not like, sure. a, yeah. I'm sure that's the same kind of vibe in terms of being able to enjoy Last of Us without playing the video game. For sure. Um, yeah, I had a friend ask me, how much is it like Walking Dead? And I said like 52%, you know, like there's some, sure. it's just hmm. like barely, I, I don't know. I told... I told him it was Walking Dead is the XFL and <laughs> Last of Us is the NFL. <laughs> well, I think one of be the biggest differences better, is better story. you will probably get, I bet people that are in it for zombies will be disappointed at how few there will be in this show. I don't think we're yeah. going to get very many infected almost at all because that's really not what the story is about. Right. Um, also, Pedro there. Pascal is everything. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like, uh, it's an easy transition, but the Mandalorian season three trailer dropped uh, very recently. And here's the thing, too. I, we talked about Game of Thrones. I forget, he's Prince Oberyn. Like, that's when I yeah. first got introduced yeah. to that's funny Pedro that him, Pascal. Him and Bella Ramsey were both in Game of Thrones, but yeah. Oberyn and Leanna Mormont didn't overlap at all. So they no, right. met. they met for the first time. On the set of The Last of Us. How fun was that? And we're like, hey, remember when we were both in that show at different times? And they were yeah. both kind of just interesting B characters, which is yeah. Yeah. fun. Yeah. Becoming, yeah. I think I might have said it already, but Comic-Con demigods. Uh, yeah. For real. For sure. Just absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about the Mando, about Mando. Uh, season three trailer. How sure. are we feeling? The trailer, it was a good trailer. It's a good it trailer. is a good trailer. Um, and I think with the mess that has been a lot of Star Wars content. And again, we'll talk about Andor actually in a little bit because that seems to be something that people say, no, wait, trust me. And even in the awards award show season, uh, it's being recognized yeah. for some pretty legitimate stuff. Yeah. Um, but in terms of Mando, I will watch it. Yeah, same. But I am, it's like one of the last things that I've still kind of hitched my wagon to. Um, yeah. how, do, how do you feel about it? Do you, why do I feel worried? Honestly, I feel, so, 
I feel so similar. It's not going to be like, Mando season two came out. I was counting down the days. I was yep. like, I can't wait. I can't wait. And I yep. loved season two. And I think the ending of Mandalorian season two is like maybe my favorite hour of Star Wars in the last five or six years. And sure. then like, I, I feel like all the potency and power of that last episode was completely gutted by Boba immediately Fett. by immediately undoing it halfway through a show about a different <laughs> character. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Boba Fett is yep. going to be. There's not any more. More book of is Boba not Fett, more. Right? There did was we, supposed to be, I believe, but I, I know don't there know was. If they're going to. I would be yeah. shocked if they did. That's a bummer because we knew that Mando season three was coming. You know, we mm-hmm. had the big yeah. Grogu decision that he had made, uh, and the opportunities to go to Mandalore and all that stuff. And so it is I was a, like, it oh, is, that's right, these things are coming, and I knew it. it is and now they're far here. more like, interesting. Oh. Far more interesting for Din to have to go through the majority of this season alone and choose, like, am I going to be the, like, cold, closed-off person I was or am I going to be more open like I was with Grogu? Is Grogu, like, the key to me being who I am? And even at the end of the season to discover, yes, he is, and, like, go get him or, like, have Grogu come back at the end of the season. But, like, having it immediately undone in the middle of a different show is, like, the wildest narrative choice to me. I guarantee somebody at Disney was like, yeah, dude, you can't have Mando without Grogu. He's your mascot. So find a way to get him back by episode exactly. one because he's got to be in every episode. He's Disney's minions. Where it's like, he has yeah, to I think be on everything. <laughs> that's one of the tough things to me is the business side of it. And it's obviously, <laughs> you know, it's a business. It's Disney. And, You know, we are going to Disney World again for, it's going to be the second time we've ever been. (laughs) No, it's, I'm losing count. Uh, We love Disney World. The Willis's love Disney World. And I will see Grogu everywhere. I remember after season one of Mando, like that was the thing. And Star Wars Forever has been so much also about the merch, right? That's where Lucas made, what, the majority of his money? Like he made way more off of toys and clothes and stuff and games than the movies. And so- just knowing that, like, was that Favreau's plan? It, uh, probably, because they also feel like a team. And so it's like, Grogu's going to always be around. I don't know. It's not like, it doesn't feel like Groot to me. It's like Groot's a member. I don't know. I don't know. No, we'll I agree. I agree. He's a mascot, not not really a character yet. But, I mean, yeah. it's still Favreau and Filoni. So, like, it's still in good right. hands. That's, that's the hope. Yeah. But yeah. legitimately I, them. Honest, it's not them being just, like, yeah. Just to level with, with you guys and, I, I suppose, our, our listeners as well. I'm not in a vacuum. I'm not excited about this. Um, yeah. Just just because it, it's the same reason I can't bring myself to watch Andor. I'm sure it's good, but you know, it's still Star Wars, which has ju- I'm just done. I think I'm yeah. over it. Not yeah, not yeah. Oh, it. It hasn't tainted my love of old Star Wars, but like I don't know, man. There's only so many times that I can get pumped and then bummed over and over again about well, the same franchise. Yeah. That line in the trailer that's like, there's something coming out there that's even too big for you or whatever that line is. It's like, okay, are we talking about the first order? Because that, that kind of was just a fart and fall down. Like yeah. I'm not, <laughs> you know, like yep. there's nothing threatening coming. We know what's happening next. And, and ultimately like <clears throat> the stakes are so... Low. It's it's yeah. It's the regular. It's the prequel thing of like yep. with any prequel, the stakes are kind of low. But especially yeah. if the thing that it's a prequel to isn't particularly good, it's just like, oh okay, great. <laughs> Thanks for reminding yeah. me of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyways, um, there's just so many 
I wanted us to have a little bit of a conversation. We'll, we'll talk to the shrinking trailer soon um, about, you know, we mentioned Andor. We've had a conversation recently too about severance and how I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah There is wild. so much TV. I think sometimes I find out like the fall ends and I'm like, man, can't wait till next fall when all these shows come back. And then I forget all the things that are in the spring. Oh, and then there's the summer things. Oh, and I've never heard of this. And we'll talk yeah. about shrinking, but we watched the trailer for shrinking. And if you haven't heard of this, I think there is something fun about with there being such a dense amount of not just new shows, but good new shows. Um, there's something fun about catching the premiere of one and kind of being there at the beginning. It's not like the underground band or anything that you right. had like in high school, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, but it definitely feels like, oh, I'm in. Like I'm, like I was not of the first crew of Ted Lasso. Chelsea was. Chelsea was watching Ted Lasso and then she got about seven episodes in and she was like, you need, you have to watch this. At, mm. at some point I thought I didn't like Jason Sudeikis. I was like, I, I don't think mind. I like him. Whoa. That, I won't that wild? stand for that kind and of then Jason she was like, slander you're crazy. on this podcast. Yeah. And then I was like, you're right. I'm crazy. Um, but fortunately, Brett Goldstein has decided he's going to make the Infinity Jason gauntlet. The Infinity. Yeah. The, yep. And we're going uh, Jason Siegel. And shrinking looks really good to me. I think I'm very much it, it, excited I'm for this. I'm very interested in this. This yeah, it looks is... Awesome. Uh, if you don't know Shrinking, it's Harrison Ford's first comedy and first TV comedy. Uh, series creators are are the uh, same as Ted Lasso, so like Bill Lawrence, uh, who also did Scrub stuff, yep. pitched the script to Harrison Ford, sent him the script for episode one. Uh, kind of like just a, a spec, a rough script of episode one. And Harrison Ford- shot and- I know, they were just like, let's see if we can get him. And Harrison Ford was like, I really like this. This is really funny. And Bill Lawrence, wow, <laughs> thank you. And Harrison Ford's like, uh, if I do this, am I going to be in the second one, the second episode more? And Bill Lawrence was like, oh, yeah, we can make you like as big of a part as you want. Uh, and I think, you know, you'd have a great time. It's it's with, it would be you and Jason Siegel's already attached to this. And Harrison Ford goes, who is that? He had no idea who Jason Siegel was. And so they sent him Amazing. some Jason Siegel DVDs. And then Harrison Ford said, yes, I'd like to do this. That's awesome. Gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. I really, the really tone. like Jason Siegel like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just think that he his sort of um I don't know, he has this way of playing sad sack characters that makes them not depressing to watch, but you root for them instead. Yeah. Um he frequently plays kind of a sad sack who's on the mend. And he's just really, really good at it. He just has this innate thing in him where you want to root for Jason Siegel. And it's because he has assume. sad eyes. I think I he's think got basset hound eyes. Yeah, a little bit. Which a is like, bit. oh, buddy. But man, I, I the trailer looked really great. Um, I'm excited for that. I didn't know to be excited yeah. for that until I watched that trailer. But I think I'm really looks excited. Looks real fun. That. Yeah, same. Brett Goldstein, uh, in being one of the creators, I think I've decided is one of the most emotionally intelligent people yeah. in in Hollywood right now. If y'all have never uh, listened to it, I, I endorse Films to be Buried With. Yep. It's a podcast he's had for a long time. There might be uh, a lot of guests he's that he has that don't sound familiar. It's heavy on the British mm-hmm. side. Yeah. So a lot of the times it would be British celebs that that we don't know too much about. Um, but it's, it's a really fun concept and it's certainly not... Uh, what is his? 
Why can't I think of his character? It's not Roy. Really. Yeah. It's not Roy. But it's, I think you're honestly, right, though. I think, I think he is of Roy. super emotionally intelligent, which is what keeps his portrayal of Roy from being in a cartoon. Yes. Because mm-hmm. like yeah, Roy could exactly. easily be just like Oscar the Grouch, which actually he was on Sesame Street recently. So. Oh, really? Uh, That's fun. Yeah. But like Roy could easily be a, a cartoon and he's not. Ted Lasso yeah. also season three is confirmed for a spring 2023 premiere. Yes, they is. announced a release window yesterday. Yeah, we just we just watched uh, over Christmas time. We watched the Christmas episode. Um, yeah, where they oh, go to it's dinner. So and, good, dude. but yes. Roy in that episode. I mean, it's such a ridiculous subplot with Roy and um, Keely and his niece about her. Uh, it's halitosis or something. She has bad breath. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Um, it's such a ridiculous subplot that it's the perfect example of what you're talking about. It could have been cartoonish, and it yeah, could have yeah. been. It could have even been insensitive. I think. Um, but instead it's this like weirdly sweet yeah. parody of love actually that plays out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he's very kind and, but also very funny. And yeah, no, Roy Kent is one of the more interesting characters on television right now, yep. I think. Yep. Yeah. Yep. For sure. And I think Brett is going to be able to do a job, a good job. Jordan, I'm glad you said could have been insensitive, right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. Mm-hmm. He kind of toes the line a little bit, not necessarily like how a, a, sh, a um, stand-up comedian would do. Yeah, it doesn't know. seem yeah. like tiptoeing yeah. up to the line. It seems like an intentional, clear avoidance of the line in order to talk about people. Um, yeah. Like like in order to paint his relationship with his niece as being sweet, they don't tiptoe up to the line of hurting this little girl's feelings. Yeah, They're very kind. I don't know. It, it's refreshing in... Um, as somebody who consumes a lot of comedy of different varieties, um, yeah. I do and have grown tired of mean comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel I, like we've Brett been watching and the crew, a lot of British TV, British like panel oh, yeah. shows, and those things. And those people make fun of each other constantly, and it's never mean spirited ever. And it, yeah, even as yeah. the audience, you're never for a moment like, "Ooh, they do not like each other." Like, Nobody's I don't know, like the target. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the butt of the joke is usually something that has been freely offered and not yeah. Like yeah. picking at a wound. I don't know. I, I really appreciate I like that, that in, in a lot of ways. It's yeah. too easy to just <laughs> dogpile and kick somebody who's down. Yeah. Uh, all that to say, I feel like this crew is going to do uh, a fine job talking about therapy. You know, it's like yeah. the, yeah, the content sure. of shrinking is a grieving therapist that's just going to shoot people straight and kind of go against the grain of what is legal within that context from what I was picking up. Even in Scrubs, Bill Lawrence, there's always been a focus on therapy and therapists in his shows, at least, Mm. you know, Mm. some, some episodes here and there. Um, I'm I'm a huge Scrubs fan. I've watched all of it many times. And uh, I just think that Bill Lawrence has such a good eye for, uh, the way that people tick, like what makes people tick. And so you I know, think I, a show like this is perfect. I don't think I've seen a single episode of Scrubs, unless maybe weird. you had it on like in our apartment in college. I mean, I'm I've sure never I seen an Liam episode and I used Scrubs. to watch Scrubs together quite a bit. But yeah, um, yeah man, you should. It, it really, really is good. The first like four seasons are in four by three. So, ooh, wow. I'm out. I'm out. Wait, did Zack Snyder direct him? Yeah, they're in black and white. Oh, okay, I'm back in. <laughs> they I'm reshot in. a lot of Scrubs in Zack Snyder's backyard. And, hey, <laughs> okay. get, hey, get this. Get this. It's uh, good this time, though. Oh, yeah, I'm in. That's I'm back funny. in 100%. Did he hold the camera himself? Yeah, dude. 
Okay, fine. And Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a true Kino. Of course, w- I'm going to love it. He was the first you. person to hold the camera himself, the first director. <laughs> uh, Chunky's, go watch the trailer for Shrinking. Uh, and it airs, the first episode airs on Apple TV Plus Friday. It's coming yeah. Friday, oh, wow. January 27th. Yep. So that's the kind of stuff that tends to happen to me a lot, it feels. It's like, wow, this well-produced, awesome thing that I'm interested in. I wonder when, oh, Okay. Oh, it comes tomorrow. Days. 30 minutes tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I'll 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 be ready for that. Wonderful. Uh, let's take a quick ad break. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. And we're back. Uh, one little last conversation about television. What, what is a show that you feel like Ooh. everybody's talking about or you hear all about and it just eludes your grasp? I think we've talked about one. before being as being these movie podcast boys. <clears throat> That someone will be like, you've never seen what? Like, and like, yes, I haven't. Do you realize mm-hmm. how much content is out there for movies and especially TV? I mean, mm-hmm. we're turning out television shows a lot quicker and more frequently than movies. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot more out there. Is there what, what's the one, the one show that you're maybe going to see someday, but you just yeah. haven't? I'll keep it current because I think there's nothing less interesting than me being like, yeah, I haven't seen Band of Brothers. And you guys I've never Band of Brothers, really? Right. <laughs> uh, Succession just hasn't, like, has not That's made huge, it to yeah. the front burner for me yet. You're wrong. You're wrong for that. I know. I know. And see, this is the this is the one where you both say you're wrong you for that. You sound just and then like somebody else will talk and then we'll say you're wrong for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine, mine, uh, mine, I don't think anybody will say we're wrong for that because I don't think any of us have watched it. And or. Is uh, yeah, it, our Discord is saying one. you're wrong for that. Yeah, I know a lot of people are. I just can't bring myself to do it yet. I'm sure I will eventually, but yeah. I, and then in other circles think, of my life, yeah. Yellowstone, but I don't think I'll ever watch that. So, you know, who you know, who's the head writer yeah. on Yellowstone, Taylor Sheridan? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that until the so last part night. of me is like, wait a minute, that would Hang be on, should I watch honest, it? honestly the only thing that could get me to watch it is that Taylor Sheridan yeah. wrote it. Uh, I haven't seen Severance, I haven't seen Ozark. I I haven't seen seen it. I did one season of Ozark, and then season two was the same as season one, and I bailed. Andor. You know, sometimes when life is already serious enough, Mm. I just need to go to Casa Amor. I don't need to dive deep into the fragility of life. I want (laughs) to go see people crack on uh, on Love Island (laughs) or watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I get that. I feel bad about it, but I'm Wait till you get to Ozark season three, though. I don't feel bad about it. One of my <laughs> one of my most repeated phrases is uh, it, no, no. I'm saying a, I don't feel bad about not 
seeing those other shows. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I also I wave don't feel my bad about it. Love Island. Okay. Uh, that, that's what I'm saying. One of my most repeated phrases is, oh yeah, I'll add it to the list. There's no list. I'm lying. Because <laughs> I don't want to tell you that I'm not interested in the show you just told me about. So I added yeah. it to my list. There's no, I know every show. You're not going to tell me about a show I haven't heard about. If I haven't watched it, eh. <laughs> projectile vomit. So mad. Guys, it's January, uh, it's January 23rd. January 23rd in the Two Chunks podcast. As the crow flies. It's not the date of this very day. Um, it feels like something's missing. You ever felt like something's missing in your life? Mm-hmm. I know. 23 days about into to be. a new year. I know what this Just is about to be. Can you believe? Just do it. 23 Just days go. into the new year. People are clamoring. Let's do a little bit of a Star Wars born. JK, extra credit. The way that I like believed you for a second, I was like, oh, good. You naive, supple little babe. Let's play extra credit. For those of you listening, it's been a while, but if you haven't heard of this game. It's been a while (laughs) since I've seen the way. Oh, man, we're about to sing that whole song. Um... Extra credit is a game that uses the IMDb algorithm that then abuses the algo. Those uh, who partake. Um, what we do here on extra credit is they're going to pick from, uh, I'll designate a few movies that they can pick uh, stars from, and then they have to guess uh, as many of the top four credits. So if you've ever navigated IMDb before, there's always the, like, they'll show the posters of the four movies that these people are supposedly, movies or TV shows that these actors or actresses are supposedly most known for. And these guys have to try and guess that. They only need nine points to win. There'll be three actors uh, that they will choose uh, out of the, the pool of movies that I give them. And really, they need to only average three of the four of those top credits. If they get the fourth credit for any actor, all of them correct, they get an extra credit, hence the name. So you can get up to 15 points. All you need are nine. We're going to do a special Mr. E uh, version of extra credit today, meaning you can choose from Glass Onion. Uh, You can choose from tomorrow's episode, Wind River. Uh, You're even welcome to choose from... From next week? Is the game next week? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. The game. Uh, you can then choose from... The Nice Guys. Uh, the Nice Guys. So these are, there's a lot of big names here in these here movies. Uh, is there a specific place that you guys would want to start? You want to start uh, with the Goose, man? the Goose Man himself? I was going to say Rustle Crow. We might be able to get Rustle. I don't think we can. From the nice guys? Let me think. Gladiator, Beautiful yeah. Mind, yeah. Les Miserables. You think? Yeah. <laughs> I love the confidence. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah is I do think. No, I do. I for sure <laughs> think. Play along at home. I Just play along at home. <laughs> I can go Russell Crowe. You can play along how Adam plays along, which is just looks to see just look how it up. right or wrong people yep. are. Yeah. Yep. Are we going um, with Russell Crowe? Ru- I, I want to, I'm down to, to take a Let's flight with the crow. Awesome. Let's do it. Go for it. What's what's our first guess here, Bowie? Gladiator. gladiator. Lock it in. I'm not gladiator. I thought she was nice. And I'm glad, I'm sad she's gone, but Doshi, I'm pretty sad gladiator. she's gone. Gladiator, he hardly knew her. Nah. 
Jordan, you want to lock in? Yeah. Lock in. Bing, 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 bing. Number one. Number two. The number two uh, credit. Yeah. And they're they're a little bit shocked because the way the IMDb algorithm works too is not only are there four credits up there that they're best known for, they're in order of what is best known for. So you would think maybe a movie like Gladiator. Beautiful Mind. Would have been the the number one, but. Yeah, it's a beautiful mind. Beautiful mind. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number three. Let me take a call. Sure. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you must remember her name. <laughs> Do not forget me. That's the special <laughs> going through puberty <laughs> version of Javert. <laughs> you know, get me. <laughs> oh man! Stars in the multitude. Um, I even uh, that was too good. I think. Uh, yeah. you've got three for three so far. No, we got one more. Last one. You're gonna start off 2023 with actual legitimate extra credit. What? There's no chance it's Robin Hood, right? <clears throat> oh. Maybe. See, I think there, there's actually a chance that it is, in fact, the nice guys. That's what I was thinking, too, because it demonstrates, like, I don't know. I mean, I, anytime I try to apply logic, it's like, yeah, it's this one because of <laughs> yeah, this. It doesn't make sense. But I don't, there's the nothing showing he can be funny. I don't think it's Robin Hood. It can't be. There is a cool part where he shoots an arrow through somebody's throat. That is cool. Which was pretty cool. Overall, the movie was not good, but that was really cool. Dude, when I saw it in theaters when I was young, I thought it was good. Let's guess the nice guys. I think I'm leaning the nice guys, yeah. The nice guys. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bong bong. Yeah. First bong bong of the year. That tracks. Uh, Number one for him is Les Miserables. Number two is Gladiator. (laughs) Number three is A Beautiful Mind. (laughs) Number four is... (laughs) It's like I'm a French robot. Number four is L.A. Confidential. Oh, okay. Okay. L.A. Confidential. 1997. He played Bud White. It sounds like someone asking for a beer. Like a two-year-old asking for a beer. Can I please have a Bud White? Please, Can I please just, have a Bud White? Please, I'm just very thirsty. Give me a very Bud White, thirsty. please. Bartender, please. do you have any wimes? Come on, what's all? What's all? Bartender, what's do you all? have any wimes for my Bud White? Why would you put wimes in your Bud White? Bud White, po That's weird. <laughs> okay, we could do that forever. Well, who's your next actor or actress? Is it boring to do two from the nice guys? Because I, I still think I don't we think get so. The goose. No, do what you want. I still it's think we can get to the try goose, and man. Honk, honk. <laughs> you want to do the goose man? Let's do the goose man. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was all clear. of his. All, all of oh, his sorry, his, I don't. Sp- I'm not flock. fluent. I'm not fluent. Oh yeah. Uh, let's start with the obvious. White Ryan movie. Gosling, by the way, guys. I don't know if we've said his actual name. Uh, his actually name, Ryan Gosling. Okay. Which you lock in? La la. <laughs> yeah. Lock it in. La la lock it in. La la land. Who actually? They bing, play Spider Man. Bing, 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 bing. Number one. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, have four points. You are on the right track. The notebook. It's going to be there. Yeah. yeah. The notebook. Lock it in. Lock it in. If you're a goose, I'm a goose. 
Bong bong. Shut. Good. I'm gl- you know what? Hey. I'm not even mad about it. I'm glad. Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, that's for sure there. Yeah. 100%. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number three. Crazy Stupid Love is a real chance. A real chance. Drive is a real chance. Oh, it's drive. It's for sure drive. You think it's drive over Crazy Stupid Love? Well, we have two slots left, so there's a good chance. Yeah, it could both. be both of those, yeah. But I think drive. Which one do you want to guess? I think drive, drive for sure. Lock drive, it in. Lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number four. Very good. So you got three from here too. You'll have to get three from the, that last actor or actress from that. <laughs> uh, number one, La La Land. Number two, Blue Valentine. Okay. Blue Valentine. Number three, Blade Runner. Number four, Drive. Nice. He, he's K, Driver, Dean, and then Sebastian. So he showed his layers a little bit in terms of names. In terms of syllables. In terms of syllables in La La Land. Who's the last one? Who's that mm. last actor or actress to try and win extra credit mm. the first time you've played it all year? Mm. Remember, we have Wind River here. We've got the game. We've got Glass Onion. A lot of choices over there in Glass Onion. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm. That's where my brain is currently flitting about. Nah, I don't think we could get any of them because everybody in there is like either been in this and like one other thing and then a bunch of weird st- like stuff we wouldn't know about or like is an Avenger or a James. There's a, a high number of Avengers and James's Bond in the Glass Onion. And so I feel like there's only a few actors we should actually consider choosing from. Yeah, but I feel like we could get Daniel Craig pretty easy. I feel like we could probably Not get- a chance we could get Daniel Craig easy. I think so. How many James Bonds has he done? Uh... Four. <clears throat> His top four is not all James Bond, so which one? It's Casino Royale Skyfall. You seem really confident on that. I'm, I'm fine. I don't think it's going to be all Benoit's and Bond's. I think it is one Benoit, two Bond's, and a uh, what, like Soderbergh Lucky? joint. Yeah, I do. But I'm happy to go with somebody else, genuinely. I think that Catherine Hahn is a decent option. I think that I I am not familiar with Catherine Hahn's movie work and TV shows are not going to be. I don't top feel four. confident with Kate Hudson just because the rom com door is far too wide. Yeah. Um, Leslie Adam Jr. will have this Hamilton on Disney Plus and then two movies we've never heard of. Dude, I bet we could get Ed Norton. Um, let me think. Elizabeth Olsen probably wouldn't be too tough. Hugh Grant. Yeah, she would absolutely. She's been in a Okay, you tell me. Movies. You tell me, big dog. You tell me. You no, pick. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tell me. It's happening. You pick. <clears throat> tell me. Guys, what are we thinking? Let's work together. Who will it be? You've mentioned Daniel Craig. You've mentioned Ed Norton. You've we're, we're getting Catherine close to Han. mentioning everybody from everyone. Yeah, in yeah. Movies. I don't remember the actor's name. Uh, That's a good start for His name is Gil. I don't remember his last name. Uh, who plays Martin in Wind River? He's in Twilight and Wind River and like oh, some TV yeah. stuff. He's a werewolf. Yeah, he's the, the wheelchair werewolf in Twilight. And that's who you'd like to do for extra credit? He'll be Twilight, Twilight, New Moon, Wind River, and one other thing. And we only need Gra- three to Graham win. Green. His name's not Gil? I could have sworn it was Gil something. Sorry, Dot. Wait, 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 wait. Who plays Martin 
in Wind River. I was oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right. Gil Birmingham. Gil yeah. Birmingham. I can almost guarantee it's Twilight, Twilight New Moon, Wind River, and then one other thing. We sure. don't have to go that route. We don't have to go that route. If you'd rather go with with, I mean, no, I feel don't like do Daniel this. Craig no, is don't do option. this now. Don't do this now. Let's go, Gil. Let's okay. do Gil. Gil Birmingham. Let's say Gil Birmingham. What are your guesses for Gil Birmingham? Wind River. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number one. Natch. You have seven points. You've got three shots to get nine points. Twilight. Three points left. First one? Yeah. Twilight, lock it, lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Number two. There you go. Twilight, new moon. Twilight, new moon. Lock it in. shots to win it right now. Lock it in. Twilight, new moon. What did you say? In. New moon, lock Twilight, it in. Twilight, new moon. Lock it in. Bong, bong. One shot. It's got to be one of the others. I think it's another <laughs> Twilight. Well, I hope so, because I don't know anything else he's been in. Twilight, eclipse. Eclipse, lock it in, baby. Lock it in. Bong, bong. <laughs> hey, is it another Twilight? Number one, Wind River. <laughs> Number two, Twilight. Number three, Twilight, Breaking Dawn, part of one. Of course. <laughs> Number four, <laughs> Ringo. <laughs> Ringo? Rango? Rango? Rango, yeah. Rango, sorry, Rango. <laughs> no, it's that movie they made about the drummer from the Beatles. Yeah, <clears throat> that's why you've never heard of it. Uh, Rango. Rango. Um, that was, that's extra credit. You got eight points. That's a great score. Um, <clears throat> not a winning score, though. Just for, fun, a- <laughs> for funsies, can we take a swing at Daniel Craig? Can we take like 10 seconds, take a swing at Daniel I Craig? I wish you would. I'm so excited. Just for funsies. Take, take a swing at Daniel. <clears throat> Just say all four at once, because you yeah. think his top four is. I think Knives it's Casino out. Royale, Skyrim, Knives Out, and Logan Lucky. Those, those are the Skyfall. By the way, Skyfall. Let's say Skyfall. Yeah, did I say Skyrim? I used to be a detective like you till I took an arrow <laughs> to the knee. <laughs> Casino Royale, Skyfall, Knives Out, and Logan Lucky would be my four guesses. Number one, Casino Royale. Number two, No Time to Die. Oh. Number three, Skyfall. Number four, Spectre. So you would have gotten eight points that way too. Ooh. It is all all bond. bond. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow, that's crazy. That's bond. pretty nuts. Yeah, I don't I even think those are his best movies. Personally, yeah, I, they're I very very good movies. They are very good movies. To end today's episode, I'd love to have your name, and then I want you to give me the title and a brief description of what would sound like would be a good show that everybody's missing right now. Ew. Like there's just so much content out there. If someone was like, hey, have you heard of, like you would, they would believe it, right? And go look for it only to not find it. I'm Carter. And I don't know if y'all heard of, so Hulu's got this show. It's actually been out for a few years. It wasn't a big deal. They kind of picked it up from uh, BBC. I think it's on BritVox too. But it's kind of a, I don't want to give away too much. It's called Today's Tomorrow. Um but it has a lot to do with, you know what? I really can't say much more than that. Um, That's a cop it out. Is pretty, it is pretty twisty. Well, okay. So today's tomorrow has a lot to do with, it feels equal parts like altered carbon, which maybe, I, hopefully you've heard of that one. Um, mm-hmm. And then a little bit loopery. It's kind of a futuristic like live another life situation, which I've heard severance might be a little bit like that too, but Today's tomorrow. It's worth it. They don't have the kind of budget that some of these obviously like bigger shows would, but there's rumors that they'll like pick up uh, 
where the seasons left off because a lot of the cast is still down to make it. It just never continued. It was like one one off one season thing, but it's worth a look. Mm. Mm. I'm Doge, and I don't know. Have you guys heard of the show? Uh, I think it's a Netflix original. It's called Big Top. You no. haven't heard of it. Mm-mm. So it's about the circus. Yeah, it is actually. It's about the ring, like the kids of the Ringling Bros. It's Michael Shannon, uh, Rain Wilson, and Bill Hader playing three brothers who are the kids of the wow, original. They kind of feel like they could play brothers. The kids of the original Ringling Bros, and they're dealing with like the kind of the backlash of like, hey, you can't use animals in that way in the circus, and it's a, a, a musical comedy. Mm. That sound interesting. Um, man, that sounds amazing. I'm Jordan, and there's this new joint on FXX, uh, same channel that Fargo comes on. Um, and it's this, uh, it's really, it seems really interesting. It's this like mountain town um, where something has been spreading through the town, um, causing people to just take off at a dead sprint and run until exhaustion. Like they just die from, uh, from exhaustion, from running. They just run and run and run until they can't go anymore. And so um, these, these detectives are, are sort of called into the town to try and figure out what's going on. And it's kind of cool because they, they try and trace it through. Is it in the water line? Is it something in the air? Is there radiation? And ultimately, um, kind of the starting point of the story is that they, they end up figuring out that it's coming from um, livestock, like the, the, the meat that they're getting from the livestock. And they, they end up, coming up like street name for it. They kind of call it um, Go Meat. And the show is called uh, Hillshire Farms. I'm in awe. Do you ever hate being on this podcast with your friends? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, every day. No, I'm in awe. <laughs> <laughs> That's too creative. In fact, if I was on this podcast with anybody but the two of you, I wouldn't have had to hide the go meet part until the very end. I would have just said it and then. Uh, but I had to. I had to hold. My I'm over here trying to, to think of chest. what is what is speed beef? Is speed beef a joke? Is he going to make a speed beef joke? And then I realized speed beef isn't <laughs> I was, anything. I had a fraction of a second that I was like, "Man, I, this show. I should really go watch this show." <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the whole bit. I was like, "Shoot, that's pretty interesting." <laughs> Ew. And the the th- the trailer is just this soft piano with a little girl who's like, when I say Hillshire, you say farms, Hillshire farms. And it's like, go meet. But it's like a, it sounds like a it 1920s record or something. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. super, super like lo-fi. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it skips. That's the whole thing at the very end of the trailer. It's like, when I say Hillshire, 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 Just over and over again as it pounds and pounds. It's scary, man. It's going to be yep. a creepy show. And it's like, <laughs> cut to black and just call me.
credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.